What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hollywood Already Did It, your weekly movie podcast for things that have been rebooted, remade, sequelized, and are otherwise not very new. Of course, I am your host, Blake Schultz, and with me is Terrence Tatum. Hello, everyone. And this week we're talking about a movie that's kind of adapted from... This is a very different thing for us. I like this. (laughs) Uh, We're doing Hustlers, the movie that obviously came out this week because nothing else is coming out in the shadow of it too. Right. Why would you? It's only <laughs> September and we should be getting so many horror movies, <laughs> but instead we're going to get this weird app that counts down to your death at some point. You saw that ad too. Huh? I think we could talk about that trailer <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> yes. My I have never we're going to sidebar really quick. I have never seen a trailer that I've been like this is the stupidest thing in the world but also have scares that I'm like, wow, that was really good. When she's in that bed and she thinks it's her boyfriend and then that's, oh! That's great. I was like, this trailer ended and I was like, oh my God, I went from this is so dumb to like, maybe I should see this. But I kept going back to it's dumb. (laughs) She like sees death in the rear view mirror and then no one's there and you're like, that's really cool. But then you look at this stupid app that's for some reason the Aries like Virgo sign. (laughs) Oh, anyways... I was confused why that trailer was in front of this movie, though. That's what It's an STX movie, I think. Got it. Yeah, they were just front-loading it. Got it. I think that's why. I could be wrong. But I'm not. Anyways, Hustlers. Adapted from an article that may or may not be a true story, (laughs) even though there are corroborating interviews, (laughs) tapes, tapes. (laughs) what some would call evidence, (laughs) uh, proving that this happened. However, the first person to, you know, admit fault later said, it's all fake. Which would kind of be like if I walked into a cop place and said, I've committed crimes, and then later was like, you know those crimes? I'm going to strike that. I was lying. (laughs) That wasn't Wild, right? (laughs) Um, Hustlers. So this is different for us because we don't usually do true stories or biopics unless we need to. Right. Uh, This is unique, though, in that we really are adapting... A character. Yeah. Right? Like, I can't really think of too many other times where we've just adapted somebody's paraphrased story. Right. Like a short then, story, essentially. Right. It's like the maximum overdrive of heist <laughs> movies. <laughs> right. Stephen King did some cocaine and wrote about cars, and we made a movie with the Green Goblin in go. it by accident. Yeah. And this is a movie where other people did cocaine and spent more money than God. <laughs> <laughs> An insane amount of money. Yeah. Uh, so what did you think of the, of the movie? Um, so two things. One, I, I am not, I will go on record to say, sorry folks, I know we're probably going to get some new listeners because of the Hustlers. I was not a big fan of J-Lo before this movie. Um, what? She's only had two films that I, out of sight, is one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. And then Selena, anytime that's on, I'm going to watch it. But overall, her career, for the most part, I'm like, oh God, no. I, so I really went into this movie, like, I don't want to watch this. And that woman was amazing in this film. All of the actors yeah. in this movie are, are really were great. incredible. Yeah, Constance was great too. But J-Lo just took, I was like, oh, Jesus, it's fascinating to watch her. On the other side, I, I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. Like this movie knocked, like 
knocked me off. I was like, wow. I did, was not because the commercials make this seem like this is going to be like a magic mic for guys, like just the, like a stripper. It makes it look thing. very generic. Right. It makes it look like the girls are just going to be at this strip club, yeah. drug the guys, get their and money, and it. go home. But then you kind of find out that it's basically like the Bioshock Two to the Big Short, where it's like, hey, we're going to kind of tell you the underside of the people who are underneath the Wall Street fall, fall collapse. Right. Like, well, that's. And I get it, you probably would not have been able to get butts in the seats if that's what you were selling. But my God, that was such a good, I love I think that. you might have gotten more. You think so? I kind of do because that's such a much more unique story than what the trailer kind of showed. Mm-hmm. The trailer also was like, look at the sex. Right. <laughs> uh, I think had the reviews not been incredible. I agree. And that trailer was the only trailer they were using right. had stuck to that. They would have made less money. Yeah. Uh, the second I realized this was going to be about the 2008 crash and the consequences of that, and then we got into this like almost 1930s gangster type archetypes and yeah. story beats that I and that I love. Yeah, and all the actors were great, and it was shot well, and it's a very well produced movie. My biggest problem, they did my like cardinal sin of storytelling. And it's even more frustrating to me when there's so much meat on the bone. So much good stuff happening. So many montages. It's a lot. And, and right off the bat, and I, I'm going to use Ocean's Eleven as my kind of example kind of, the of it, yeah. there's a location you can go to that you don't really need to throw in my face. It's always going to be cool. Mm-hmm. I don't need montages of Vegas, Vegas to be like, here. Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> This just kept being like, look at the strip club and the strippers and ushers here. And I was like, okay, I get it. It's sexy and fun, but like, let's get to the meat. As a person, I've said off mic that I used to date a stripper. So a lot of the stuff that happened within the strip club stuff, I love. Like the whole showing of her going through her day and basically having to show herself and then have to pay out so many people. That's, that's what I great. mean. That stuff that's is all great. good. It's but the like hip hop song sequence, coming up. The, usher, the, the, the ladies coming to the back, and I don't mind even the backstage stuff of them talking about after their day off where they all collaborate. That one time is fine. Where it bothers me, like because I kind of agree, the usher sequence is utterly unneeded. Right. In this film. It does nothing to tell the story. It's literally just like, hey girls, it's like, oh, this is our last day of being. This was the last fun happy. day. And but you could have. But it wasn't the last day, day of being happy, Terrence. Right. They, celebrated they celebrated Christmas, Christmas together. So like, that wasn't it? You could have moved that somewhere else. You could have just taken it out. Yeah. That yeah. very much to me felt like they were just like, we need a cool celebrity. So the director has said, because this hasn't, it's not, it's, that's not in the article no. at all. The article director did say that this was her thing to kind of like, I just added that in. I was like, well, it feels like it. That's a weird thing to just be like, like, Usher, let's call Usher for a day and see what happens. Did he owe you a favor? (laughs) He doesn't strike me as the guy that you're just like, yo, I'm making a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. That that, that was a moment. And and I know because it's stunt casting, but having Cardi B and Lizzo, you could have... The Cardi B teaching her how to do the lap dance part was fine. The random shot of Cardi B talking to the, the bouncer about whatever the hell she's talking about. I'm not getting paid. If I yeah. don't make money tonight and you're that, the, everybody has cut. a job but you. You can tell that, that was one of those ones where they got the dailies like, oh, Cardi B did such a good job in this scene. Let's give her another scene. And I was like, guys, she doesn't Because I got to say, they were talking about her a lot. She's, yeah, not, she's not in the movie, she's, in the she, movie she that much. She and Lizzo are, because there is a, a time jump 
and then she leaves the strip club. And by the time she comes back, the entire strip club is done. When she comes back, none of those old strippers right. are there. So Cardi B and Lizzo are off the table at that point. So like, even though they're on the poster and they're done, like I said, for stunt casting purposes, but they're not in the movie much. I mean, they're good. They're good. But yeah, they're, they're just when they're there, they're fine. But it's just kind of like they're props, sort of in the, in the background. right. Um, but I think because we got a little too montagey, we also kind of kept scratching the surface and not getting as deep as I wanted it to. Because yeah. once we really got into what like the hustle was and the scheme, and like you start getting a little bit more like, well, we got a little loose and we got a little like bringing these like riffraff. The rules weren't and, as tight as we used to be. And I was like, well, this is the part. This is the this is Fredo and the Godfather right. now. This is old James Cagney, the one guy who's not good at it, the guy who's getting high on his own supply. This mm-hmm. is. This is the undercover cop in The Departed. This is when the gangster movie, and they keep saying it's like a heist thriller, right? This yeah. should have been a gangster movie. These are like hustling gangster women that are now fighting against right. the housing crisis in 2008, who are finding marks and hustling them out and having that kind of repetition of like, and then we drugged him and then some of them didn't want to party. And so I was like, no, no, no. Now you give me two or three marks that can start being the antagonist and we can start to see JLo go a little crazy and Constance Wu get a little sympathetic mm-hmm. and Lily Reinhardt get like sicker and sicker. I want to watch this degrade <laughs> now because you've done a good enough job of making of me up. care about these people yeah. that I now really want to like get into where it went wrong. Cause it just kind of feels haphazard even in the movie they're just kind of like and then we got one guy and then we got another guy and then we busted all of them we got her at the atm and her at the courthouse and her in her house and constance Wu walks out of her house and right i I, um i think for me because i i get where you're coming from i it feels like you wanted a slightly different movie um and i think for me i that didn't bother me because I didn't. I I never looked at this as a gangster film. I looked at this again. I'll use that as an analogy. Sort of a quasi big short, uh, a, a sea story to big big short. You're looking at the, what would happen if if people who basically got stepped on consistently decided to like, all right, look, I'm tired of getting stepped on, and I'm finally gonna we're gonna do we're gonna right. do something and kind of like bring ourselves up. And even if you do that and it works for a minute, you know that the like they say in this film, you know what's going to happen. They're going to put your ass right back into place. Like, yeah, at the end of the day, you can do this and it might work for a minute. You might be able to get ahead for a minute. But at the end of the day, those rich white men in suits are going to get back on top and put you right back where you are supposed to. Right. And that's kind of what that's essentially what happens in this film. And that's why the. Up and down of the get like stars was like the gangster stuff didn't concern me. I. Looked at because I think you said before that there wasn't you didn't see a clear cut antagonist. I look at the the men of Wall Street as sort of the main antagonist, and then what ends up happening is because of Constance Wu lack her character Dorothy, not Constance Wu. I'm not going to keep calling her that because that's not Constance, but like Dorothy doesn't in Destiny. That's her stripper name. Um, she doesn't quite trust Ramona enough right and that that is she becomes the antagonist and and the way that the movie goes through a lot of times not sometimes a little too vague it seems like destiny when talking to julia styles character is setting is setting up this arc that ramona is the antagonist and she does something that like breaks their friendship and kind of but all she does really wants is take the phone from her and be like hey stick to the fucking plan and when she doesn't do that She's she as a human starts saying like okay this person is now being antagonistic against me when all she does is like no you now breaking the own rules that you uh, we have set up 
you are now messing this up. And then long church, spoilers, when the, everything falls apart and they all go to jail, everyone's sticking to the plan except for Destiny. She's the one who rats out the yep. team immediately. So you are no longer the good person in this. And those are the beats that change it into a gangster movie. Mm. And that's when I'm like, oh, we, we got to get a little deeper here now. Because I don't think she was ever... I guess antagonistic enough because you re- they play it more like she gets jealous of Dawn. Yeah, that Dorothy is really just yeah. like, well, I was the girl, and now you have this you new, have new it girl. girl, and you've thrown me out, and it's all breaking down. And I was like, well, now is when we got to really either erode this friendship or show what's changing because the white men who are the antagonists in this movie, Terrence, they get beat in they 2008. Do. They do. They're, they're, they're already, not the taking, vil- it. They're already yeah. taking an ill at that point. They're not the villain anymore. Yeah. Your first act break gets rid of them. Yeah. It would be like if they killed Darth Vader in A New Hope and spent the rest of the movie seducing stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think they could have tightened up the antagonistic thing a little bit more because they mentioned it a couple of times where she, uh, Destiny, gets upset that Ramona keeps bringing in strays. And I think that could have been the thing that, like, you could have played it off a little stronger that she wasn't finding these cokeheads. When you was finding these cokeheads and these crackheads, you, you're still one-in-one with her when, these, when this is happening. When that happens, you need to, like, be upset or say something to right. her to be like, you can't keep bringing these people. And almost set up, like, where it's two different teams of people yeah. trying to do this this job. Because they're already, because of the racket they were doing and they were bringing people to clubs, there are already people who are copycatting them. So at that point, you two could have splintered off and kind of done your own thing. And that way it would seem like a little well, bit Well, that's more the like, other thing, right? Yeah. We like we see this evolution happen, but I still kind of feel like we, we rushed through that beat too, mm-hmm. where we see the copycats and then very quickly they're like, so we started going to hotel rooms. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, we could Which is very dangerous. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, well, we need to... We need to spend more time on yeah. that and a little less time opening presents on Christmas morning and dancing with the you know, grandma. The, 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 Christ, the Christmas morning grandma thing does not bother me as much as it does you because it, it does establish them as a full family, and which makes right. which makes Ramona not dropping a dime on Destiny that much more heartbreaking that Destiny was so easily to just be like, cool, I'm telling everything. Well, she at that point, and they kind of, yeah, you know, they try to play it up that she starts caring about the kid. Right, she's caring about the little girl. She loves, she starts falling in love with her grandmother there. Like, I, I feel like this movie does everything possible to make it seem like Ramona is the bad person who's just in it for herself, when all in all it looks like she's just trying to, she, she the, the love that she's giving to all these strays is because she actually does care about these Yeah, strays. she's trying to she's pretty like, woman, trying, everyone. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that is the the kind of selling Because even at the end, because she's like, um, when she sees her, for, well, in the middle, when she sees her again for the first time, it almost looked like two lovers that found each other again. They're like, oh my God, yeah. she's still here. And it's one of those ones where, because of the way that Destiny was just abandoned by her parents and kind of just left out there and like staying with her grand grandmother. I just kind of think she did not know how to love. She basically sent G easy off to do whatever the hell he was doing. Right. Well, you're pushing him off. She didn't really seem to care that much about the kid as much. Like when she's talking to one of her Johns on the phone, she's like, Oh yeah, I'm just watching it. Yeah. Um, whereas Ramona, even while still doing all of her shit, she still gave so much fucks about her little her little girl. Yeah, like, they kind of flipped the script yeah. on like a Breaking Bad right. story where it's like if Jesse had ended up being the bad one and right. Walter was like, oh, I really care. Where right. it's, 
And I like that too. And that's kind of my, it's my only hang up because everything I like, I like so much that since there's all of these filler moments, I'm like, no, I want more of these (laughs) moments. Cut out Usher and give me more of this. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I like the Christmas scene, Terrence, but did we need to do a five minute bit of all of the famous people they've slept with and went around with? We didn't. We needed to be at Christmas. I like the Christmas scene. It did probably go on for five minutes too long. I think it's yeah. almost like 10 minutes. It's a long minutes. scene. It is. it is. And like by the fourth time we see Lily Reinhardt drug a drink, I'm like, I get it guys, but I, she's doing such a good job in this movie and I love her and I would just want to see her act. I don't want to see her keep sexually as, pouring as a, things as a in. who watches Riverdale, she did amazing. In this she's, she's great. Very dip- yeah. I love, All of them I love are it. great and great. it kills me that they're not in it more. <laughs> yeah, so Kiki and like, like Lily, they're both Actively on the posters, but they are. I mean, this is ob- honestly J Lo and Constant Wu's film, um, and they are very sub characters. Hell, Reinhardt, actually, both of them don't come in until the second half of the strip club has been established. And now, look, I'm so hungry for a great gangster movie. Yeah. We don't do them anymore. We don't get them the way we used to. This could have taken 2008 and this Robin Hood twist and fucking gone for the nines. Well, I guess what, I guess my question is, because, I mean, I think we both saw it, but Widows would be a gangster, a gangster female film that, unfortunately, nobody saw. That's true. The only counter to that is like, I don't think Widows was as much of a cautionary tale as no, like old gangs, like Public Enemy, White Heat were like right, right, right. the gangster is the bad man, right, right. and we're going to show you why. And I thought this movie did a really good job of kind of being like, look, 2008 was hard on everybody, and you can start doing these schemes and hustling, but you're going to break everything right. if you keep doing this. You're not going to get out of it this magic number that you think exists, like what a relevant thing for yeah. today. Cause yeah. everyone right now is either student debts and loans. I think and that's this. why, I think that's why this movie resonated so much. Cause JLo's monologue at the end when she's just like, We're, this whole, the whole world is a strip club. Oh, I cried. I was like twice shit, in this fucking movie. Correct. I teared up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, that, that is moments. And, 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 and I'll say this, like she, she'll probably get a, She'll definitely get in the Golden Globe combination, but I know she's starting to get some. J-Lo is phenomenal in this. There's some speeches that they give her that are great, but Constance Wu is actually no slouch either. Like, she does a really good job. She's great. To the point where now I'm starting like, oh, I know why now you don't want to do that show anymore. You're like, I want to do this Yeah, you still shouldn't tweet, fuck, we got renewed. Like... I get what you were saying. You just did it the wrong way. (laughs) Yeah, don't... (laughs) Why don't we slow down a little bit? Um, And you know... There's only one example of it because they, they do something, they make a directorial choice that I loved and I wanted more. And I was like, I, I okay. love when they make these options. And it's when she decides to turn off the tape recorder and everything goes silent. And I was like, what a great creative silence. What an, um, you don't see directing choices it. like I this in big, and this isn't a big movie by any means. It's no. an STX movie, right. but you don't even really see those choices in, often, often, right? Those are kind of things that get left. Yeah. Counterpoint to that, though, why was Constance Wu in a car without a driver, and then we never reference that again? Do well, you? Re- she 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 references it before because that's her whole thing where she talks about her being in a. She's like, I'm in a dream. I keep being in this dream where there's no driver in my car. So right. That scene comes after. It's placed wrong. Like I feel like that scene should be before it's her having that moment. Terribly, yeah, Terrence. She should, that should be placed before she has that. Because she scene. doesn't wake it, up. Right. We cut to right, the cops. Right. We cop. cut to cops. Right. So it seems like it's almost real, and I'm like, well, hold on. This should be placed in before that, so that when we get to the point where she reveals it, saying that this is a dream, we'd be like, oh, that's what that was. Makes sense. 
It's funny, the audience I was in, by the way, my theater was packed. It was oh, nuts. Full house. Yes. Um, but the sound being out didn't bother me because, oh, this is an artistic choice. But the couple rows behind me were like, what's happening to the sound? Somebody fix the sound. I was like, God, every time. doing this on purpose. It's every fine. time. <laughs> How many theaters are you going to where the sound is queuing out? <laughs> right. I've never had that happen. Yeah. I've had reels burn out. I've had digital projectors break. Yeah. But never in my lifetime of movie the going has drop. it just muted. <laughs> Right. That's preposterous. <laughs> it's The Last Jedi again, where they're like, what's happening? I don't understand. And then it came back up, and the guy was like, I think they meant to do that. I was like, yes, the fuck they meant to do that. I think that might have been a choice. <laughs> Did you notice she hit stop? And this is an interview, which means if they can't hear it, we can't. That's very clever, because it's off the book. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I hate all of you. These fictional people that I've invented. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I think everybody in my theater got that, but they were, I had two people next to me that were just hooting and hollering at every, oh. like, half, and there were some good comedy beats in oh, it, some but there were no, like, thing. belly laughs in it, no. and my whole theater, for the most part, was quiet, but these two next to me were just like, oh, I like, every 30 had, seconds. I was in, uh, in Pasadena, California, at Santa Anita, which is partially Asian, but this is the most I've seen of my people, black people, into a theater ever. It was like being at back at the theater back in Detroit, where a good forty percent of the audience was talking, like trying to talk to the theater. Music would come on, they start singing with the songs. Like, oh, this is like I'm at a concert right now. It felt like one of those. It also felt like some of these girls, at some point in time, may have also been an exotic dancer, and they're kind of like watching, like, oh no, that's true. Yeah, girl, you don't, yeah, this I, is really the Black yeah. Panther for strippers, <laughs> right? Um, it's yeah. great. I really, I really. Enjoy this. Film. It's way it's, more than I thought I would. I would have any right to. Yeah. Um. And then I, w- I watched the movie first. I had the article bookmarked, but I didn't re- read the article till after I watched. Aren't the film. you glad you did it? I'm in that glad order. I did it that way. Because you would have been like, well, now hold on, she's a yeah. stone, and that's also where I'm like, it's a gangster movie. She's a fucking gangster. She, she is a thug. Like she, article. yeah. I'm like, like Destiny damn. Is, is a hood. Like they are both. They are literally the Shaq and Kobe. They are both alpha A's. They are both. Both those uh, were, and she, and you get a bit of that too. She is the the numbers person. She's keeping all the tracks. Like they took bits of everything that happens yeah. in that article. Like whoever the writer, I think I know the director is one of the writers, but there's somebody else who helped write too. Whoever wrote and crafted the script off of that, just that article, did a damn good job because they took just highlights out of everything that it worked. I just kind of wish they had stuck a little bit more to her real character. Mm-hmm. And it's a challenge, right? Because you don't want to make a movie where nobody's where relatable. No, but no I again likable, point you yeah. to Breaking Bad. Yeah. And all of these other... But I think that has the luxury of having a long-form tale to Sure. Play. The Departed won an Oscar. Everyone yeah. in that movie's an asshole. <laughs> Everyone is a dick. In that <laughs> the Joker's about to come out, Terrence, and it's <laughs> estimated no to make $85 million. Yeah, So no we can likely. obviously make yeah. an antagonistic character. I, I will say this, though. Venom. I think the question that I have this, because this is where this gets a little dicey, can you do all antagonistic people with women? I don't know if the audience will go see, and this is where this gets ugly, I don't know if an audience will see women be catty or that B word for an entire film. Maybe it's time we tried it to see. Yeah. We don't know because we're too afraid to go, this is the reality because we're a little too coddled and we're being a little too safe and we're being a little too nice. Not that we shouldn't be, (laughs) but... Like you, I don't know if you're right or wrong, Terrence, but I think it would be fine. I just don't think anybody has the stones to do it. it. Yeah. Right? Like, um, someone has to do it first. They, and look, if it, if that's who these people are, right? 
And look, Terrence, these are people going to prison. Yeah. I don't need you to be like, she's an amazing person. And she was left alone by her parents. And and what a sad story. These are women that are actively drugging men to steal from them. I'll play devil's advocate to this. If this was a movie about a bunch of men drugging women, Terrence, we wouldn't even have fucking tried to make it. So don't give me this, are we ready for it bullshit. I mean, it's one of those things because like this is... The story sort of has happened in real life. Like Cardi B, who was also a former stripper, has said that she used to like drug men. Oh, she straight up was like, I did it all the time. But no one bats an eye because it's a woman doing that to a man. But if it was vice versa, you are 100% correct. The fucking shit would hit the fan. Right, no. If I said that on one of our podcasts, (laughs) one of us would get cast on SNL and then we would finally get a lot of downloads when we ruin our careers. Correct. Um, So, yeah, that's my challenge to that. But right off the bat with this article, to me, was... She viewed Samantha, Jennifer Lopez's Mm -hmm. character, as a cautionary tale. Yeah. And this movie never points at that. She makes her opening scene of Destiny seeing Ramona is like you seeing a unicorn. It's like, I am idolized. I am in love. I want to. When she's like laughing and watching her do it, you're like, oh, she wants to be a stripper. I want to be everything that she is doing. Um, Whereas, like, the article lets on, like, that she kind of laughs at the fact that she's. Uh, in her 30s, uh, early, late 30s. And what she said was she was... Line, trying to do a swim line. She like, was like, oh, I, I took in Psychology 101 and I knew that people who hate their job, it's the reason Wall Street people do this. Right. They have millions, but they're depressed. So they yeah. blow their millions, they make the money. Strippers are the same way. They blow all their money because they're unhappy, then they have to go make the money back. That wasn't going to happen to me. Yeah. But when she's sitting there on that stage watching her dance... She is in awe. She's not just in awe. She's like laughing. Yeah. She's having fun. Yeah. And there's never any like big short moments where she like looks at the camera or like we cut to the interview and she's like, of course, we don't, I didn't want to be this. We but don't I get knew. The interview cut in until like a good third of the film. Like it's they, actually they, very they, jarring. Yeah. When it, like happens. When it happens. Like, oh, wait, this is a thing. Um, and I, I actually do like that though. I don't, I don't, I didn't want that to change. I'm just saying, but it is something that you're not aware is happening yeah. as a device until like, oh, Got it. I think you could have. I think you could have given Constance Wu a lot more to do if you had had a little bit more of it. Yeah. And then, because then the whole third act is she's just interviewing eight different people. Correct. So I was like, oh, this movie has stopped being, being about about the strippers. It is now about this journalist putting together the story. Correct. And it, you could have almost made her the antagonist and interwoven that more to try to put together this narrative because the biggest thing that they change is that at the end of this interview, years before it was published, right before she goes to trial, <laughs> she called this journalist <laughs> and said it was all fake. I'm just BSing. I just said that to get you There's mad. There's corroborative <laughs> interviews. Yeah. There are tapes. Yeah. She confessed to the yeah. crimes. And then she, that would have changed the entire movie. Correct. If right at the end she had, she makes that phone call, if instead of being like, well, I'm reading the article again and I really miss my friend, if she would have been like, I told you I wasn't going to end up like her, but you know, none of this is real. So yeah. I'm, I'm, congrats on your fictional story. And yeah. you would have been like, what? I'm like, I'm sorry, what now? Because then like, at that point, none, no one's likable, but that's still fine because you're like, oh. She was, well, she becomes an unreliable narrator in does. the article where it's she like, does. well, she's constantly lying. Right. We don't know what's true. Know what's she based. told me that she would like sling candy in elementary school to make money, which yeah. is just how like Wall Street people did it. And she's like, but, you know, even that story is like a one to one of a real CEO. Right. So is that real or is she just saying it? Yeah. Her parents left her, but may- I did love the beat of the movie. When it's like, I just, you know, moms need a break sometimes. I thought she just needed a break. Yeah. I was like, that's great. It is. 
then you get to the article and she's like, yeah, fuck those people. She was like, I don't care about my parents. Screw them. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. This is like kind of. She's a lot, she's a lot more, a lot more tough. She's a G, Terrence. Yeah, she is. She is. And, and, and the, in the, in the story and they made her a lot more, a lot more docile. And I will say not even just docile, but. Almost weak. Yeah. Not, right. I say not indifferent, but like, she is weak. And because she's weak, she's the one who who rats and 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 basically ruins her friendship or her friends. Yeah, in the movie, she's it's just like afraid. She just. I don't in the see. movie, she doesn't really have like the stones to go all the way. Right. And in the article, it's like I did all of it. And she keeps actively saying that she wants to take care of and do everything herself. But then she goes with Ramona, and Ramona yeah. kind of leads her in. Whereas in this article, that woman seems like she. I don't need Ramona or well, whatever. It kind of but ruins the ending a little bit yeah. when they're like, you should call her and you get this like, interview with JLo right. and she's like, I keep her with me and I keep this photo. Like, how could you have left that baby? Right. Then the article is just like, fuck them all. Yeah. And you're like, well, holy fuck. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's something you do for like when you're doing fictional. You're that's like, the difference between a nomination and a win. Yeah. Right, right there. I think story story wise, I don't see this film getting in that, but I do see that J Lo will probably get a nomination somewhere, either be a, be a Golden Globes. But I think film wise, yeah, you're right. This oh yeah, going to get. But had they gone with this real ending, yeah, there would be nominations. Yeah, yeah. I I uh, I like <clears throat> again. I'm I'm a fan of this movie, but I I can see that. If reading the article post afterwards, I'm like, oh, these are very different. Like, yes, I, they're very parallel it's stories. Wild, and different. it really just makes it feel like somebody in the studio was like, no, no, she has to be a good person. Yeah, and it's like, no, she has to be who she. And it's is. funny though because I still, at the end, when it's all said and done, I still think that Destiny is not the good person in this film. She's like, not. Yeah. No, she's the rat. Right. She's the one who gets shot in the gut yeah. in the gangster <laughs> film, Terrence. Yeah. She's the one they come for yeah. in Godfather 2. Yeah. While Mercedes, <laughs> Annabelle, and, 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 and uh, Ramona are... The yeah, she's the like, snitch. Yeah. You always hate the snitch. Yeah. Even when you're following the Ooh, bad, bad guy. guy Somebody like, rats out Walter like, White oh, and you're like, no. I want that fucker to die. He should die. Because we're okay <laughs> following antagonistic characters, which is why we didn't need to make her super nice. Yeah. With the, the movie's great. Yeah. But it's, we could have had it better. Yeah, it could have been a slice, a, a, a step up. Um, but I still think it was really good. And audiences came out in droves. They came out in droves. So I guess before we get into that, that is the big question. And right when you're yeah. adapting a true story, when yeah. you're because we've now seen, I'll use like Bohemian Rhapsody mm-hmm. also as my example. When we do these biopics, these true stories, why are we taking liberties with ideas that we already think are worthy of a movie? That would be Why fine do we need to inject, is. I have AIDS before live AIDS, <laughs> uh, but I'll be me. Why do we need taking to have this? wild liberties. Oh, yeah. I, I've lost it. I'm going crazy. Look at my one line of cocaine and my successful solo I albums. Am so We've got to make this stone cold gangster into this docile, innocent, naive person who, when you read this article, is a mastermind yeah. on a James Bond villain level. Yeah, she's not. She's she is because again, great. they're already bad people. Correct. So why do we need to make them good people? Uh, I, the only thing I can think of is like I said before. I just think 
if this was a male, all male driven story, I think they would have kept it the same. I think it would have been a one to one one flick. I think we And I be- don't have any counter arguments to it. That's really <laughs> the problem. That's that that's it's it is. It's unfortunate because I think we we don't have enough uh female led films to say otherwise, but I think if this they're like we need to make or softer or gentle. It's one of those things that it's a it's a it's a gross guy trope. And I know if a, a woman directed this, but there are male producers on this. Someone probably went down the lines like you have to make her more likable. And uh, I don't. For me, it didn't do a complete disservice, but I can see how it is very for you. It did, and it is very different from the version that is. I just in the I article. keep seeing these movies, and I'm like, we didn't need to change to change all this. Is, this. this is this is a drastic change of who this character yeah. is. Yeah, it's a different character. Yeah, I almost wonder if they made those changes like, because I was watching this movie, and I was like, this is wild. Because these people, like, kind of barely went to jail for what they did. Like, they all got off like, fairly, fairly decently. Yeah. So two of them so only served prison weekends, on the... Which weekends. I didn't know you could take a weekend shift for prison. I'm just going to go to jail for the weekend. How the fuck does that work? <laughs> yeah. What, do you have to, like, just know a code and they let you in? And yeah. How do you not get stabbed when you're only when you're doing When you're in there, you're like, oh, you're getting back out? Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, what the... <laughs> Wild. Um... But then I was like, so, so these women made millions doing yeah. this, right? This club made millions, millions. doing this. Yeah. Then they go to jail for nothing, for yeah. nothing. Yeah. Um, and now I have to assume they're making money off this movie. Do you think maybe we change the character and they're like, well, see, it isn't really... You, you anymore. Yeah, I wonder. Now if, we don't have to pay the criminals. I do wonder how that works because does Jessica, the author of the article, get paid? Because, I mean, they are using direct her thing or yeah. are we using Destiny's? Well, I would have to assume that she had to get permission to write this article, right. get permission to interview them. And I would the assume that they then had to buy the life rights right. to everybody. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I'm not sure how that works because this isn't a fictional thing. Thing, but there there is a writer and a real life person involved. I, I guess you would give them both a cut. You'd probably have to. Yeah, but uh, that could be a reason why it's like, well, if we do this, right? Because then, if she does have a say, she probably was like, well, make me a little bit nicer. Well, of course, right? Like, <laughs> right. That's really what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's not any of the male producers. She was like, like, "Can I not come off? I don't want to be an ass." <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it didn't go well for me. We're trying to patch things up. The just, premiere is going to be real awkward. Yeah, I still want to be her friend. So, can we fix this? It's wild to me, but you're right. Everyone came out in droves. Thirty-three million, That's right nuts. under it. Chapter two at a nice yeah. forty. I mean, for a minute there, like the weekend started, where they were like, "Oh, this could go toe to toe," and it did well for 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 what it is. This movie only cost twenty million to make. Oh yeah, so they're fine. They're good. Yeah, this has single handedly saved STX this those, year. Correct, because apparently I, nobody wanted to see ugly dolls or palms. Yeah, not neither of those. But There's, this also goes back to, we've talked about it many times on this show before, where those mid-budget films, do they have an audience? And this one They says, keep having it if you do, do it right. <laughs> right. <laughs> These other ones that came out, your Brightburns and your Booksmarts, bad releases. Yeah. You came out in the middle, this is the, like, It Chapter 2 is another blockbuster, but it's not a superhero Disney blockbuster. Where you can still come in the next right. week under the radar and kind of do your thing. Great counter programming yeah. to that, and and, I, and granted, this also really <coughs> helped having TIFF the TIFF reviews behind it, like people the word of mouth of this it got out. blew up yeah. in the word of mouth, right? 
And in a way that I've never really seen. No. Where all of a sudden we were like, awards to Jennifer Lopez. Because this went from being just, oh, the magic mic for, for guy, like the women version of Magic Mike's so like, oh wait, this movie is getting Oscar buzz. Like maybe we should go see this. It's an idea and we'll see if it I guess should. Cause that was my one thing. I walked out and I was like, man, everybody's really good in this, but I don't know that this like it's one of the greatest things. I really do this is probably in my upper upper tier of films. It's this very year. good. There and have I not really been a lot of very J-Lo. good movies. That's the this other year. thing too. Yeah. But I think I think both Constance and J Lo. I think because I had such a low bar for J Lo that I'm like, I kind of think that's why everybody's like, wow. Because some somebody was like, well, it's the best of her career, and I was like, well, to be fair, <laughs> yeah. What is it? Anaconda Selena and, and Out of Selena. Sight are probably her best two films. I love Out of Sight, um, and I, I I actively think one of her best acting sequences is in the trunk of a car with George Clooney. That's like her best, like one of her best well, scenes yes. in Out of Sight. But this, I think, from top to bottom, the second she's on screen, I'm like. Oh my god! Yeah, she's very Boy, good. That woman is fifty. Yeah, that's that's preposterous. <laughs> well, Terrence, when you have J Lo money, <laughs> she looks insane. A lot of people are like, "Do yoga and drink water, and you'll never age." <laughs> that's not just drinking water and doing <laughs> right. yoga. I'll tell you that right now. She came out and did the start doing the pause. Like she's fifty. I don't understand. Math doesn't work in her dojo. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. That is that is one of the few movies where I was like, God, oh, man, there's not really any nudity in this, but like, there's kind of a lot of nudity in this. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It did well at the box office. Yeah. I'm sure it'll do well next weekend, too, because I don't really think don't there's think anything, anything at Astro and Rambo. Yeah, Rambo so. might. Get an audience. It won't. <laughs> it won't. I was looking at tickets for it today for Friday. Empty theaters. Yeah. And that, that's, you know what? That is a key because I looked the week before for this movie and I was like, oh shit, I need to get a seat now because I couldn't get, yeah, yeah. I almost could, I couldn't go on Thursday or Friday. <laughs> right. I had to go Saturday. <laughs> that's so dumb. Yeah. No, Ad Astra's got all the, t- and maybe that's an LA thing, right? Like, yeah. no one here, we don't fucking care. Right. Ad Astra's like a new original it's, movie it's, with Brad yeah. Pitt in space. See it in IMAX, it's space, it's gonna change. I'm sure your it's life. gonna be very good. I'm yeah. quite excited for it, but yeah. it is just, you know, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> and Rambo won't no. be, because we've watched that man kill a lot of people. Yeah. But it's yeah. not gonna stop us from talking about it next week. So come back. After you leave us a five-star review on iTunes and after you follow us on Facebook and Twitter at facebook.com slash group slash Hollywood Already Did It and Hollywood ADI. And that'd be it. Later.